Hey there, I'm your host Kiju, and this is the Kokoro Garden Podcast. Hey folks, so today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about why I'm focusing on small-scale flower growing. And you'll notice, of course, that I use the effect of the term small-scale growing, and that's in place of flower farming. Now, when we talk about flower farming, we kind of talk about something, a term that gives this image of idyllic pastoral views and roosters crowing in the background and, you know, your closest neighbor is a couple miles away and there's green pastures or large orchards or long rows of flowers. And I think that that is actually the ideal that a lot of people or the image that a lot of people picture when it comes to flower growing. People like Aaron Benzikin of Flower Farm certainly have that image where the sun sets and rises on these beautiful fields of perfect flowers. And there's this sort of very dream fantasy of having all these blooms there. It's actually sometimes feels more like the setting or the imagery that's important as opposed to the actual growing of the flowers. And I get that. It's wildly enchanting. It's hugely attractive. And I understand it. But when you try to see how to grow flowers, or is it possible to grow flowers on a small scale in a setting that's maybe not in a rural part of the world, or growing on less than an acre, you don't really turn up with too much here. And I think that when it comes to flower growing, more people are common with the term flower farming because it makes sense, right? You've got the ability to grow a large amount of flowers on a large scale in a rural setting. And you probably have a tractor, probably some cattle or livestock or chickens or goats or something, maybe a barn and big wide open views. I think that's what most people think of as far as the setting and the identity. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I think that's what comes to mind when we say flower farming. But not everybody necessarily has a setting like that. I mean, for us, as opposed to growing in a very rural country area... We're growing pretty much in the heart of the city. (laughs) I don't really hear roosters. I hear ambulance going nearby and the sound of traffic. So I think that I wanted to help to create some resources for people who are growing flowers on a small scale. And again, growing on a small scale is going to be really different than growing on a large scale for many reasons and in many aspects. And I think what I've realized is that over the years as I've been working and kind of studying how 
flower growing works and how that we grow and are successful and the information that I can give others, it is tending to apply more and more to small scale growing and not large scale growing. And as I talk to my friends and colleagues who are larger scale growers, I understand that we face a lot of the same challenges and difficulties. I mean, everybody always is wanting to source effectively as far as equipment supplies and seeds. Everybody wants to know as far as how to grow things successfully. And everybody has issues with marketing, selling, keeping overhead low, making a profit. But I think that the picture looks very different for someone who's growing on a couple acres of cut flowers compared to somebody who's growing on, we'll say, a quarter acre or less. And that's kind of what I would term small-scale growing to be. It would be anything a quarter acre or less. And to many people, that may not really be what professional flower growing looks like. They may consider that to be more of a large garden. And I think that's fine because for some people, it's not flower growing if it's not growing on a large scale. But I do think that from the people I've interacted with and what the hundreds of people who are reaching out to me and asking questions regarding small scale growing, there's definitely a growing population of people who grow on a small scale, who are growing in the heart of the city, who are growing on small plots or um, rural areas or allotments who don't have a ton of space but are growing flowers for their local community, for use in their designs, or even for their own design work and pleasure. And I think that's pretty awesome. And I think that not everybody can necessarily be in a rural part of the country. And not everybody can be working in a farm setting. And that can be for various reasons. Everybody has their reasons for where they're living at. But why should people who are living in a suburb or in the city or who are gardening in a community garden not have the availability or not have the access to the same dream as other people. Just because I'm growing a dozen dahlias of a certain variety doesn't mean that it brings me any less joy or that I can't use that to make a profit for my business or that I'm any less of a grower than somebody who's growing them on a, say, like an acre of the same variety of dahlia. But again, as you know, we're going to face very different challenges and we're going to have very different looking growing setups. And that's okay. But I think that it's important that I don't want to be assuming that I speak for large scale growers when I'm talking about some of the issues that our setup faces and that I don't want someone who's growing on a large scale to assume necessarily that everything applies from what we talk about and what we do to a larger scale. But mostly, I want to make sure that the smaller growers out there know that there are quite a few of us out there, 
and we're doing a great thing. We are providing local flowers for our community, for our designers in our community, and we're providing a very appreciated and very much needed product at this time, especially now with flower availability being much more difficult. There's a greater need for locally grown flowers. And I think kind of back to the World War II victory gardens where people were growing vegetables to, in essence, feed and sustain themselves so that they could concentrate the war efforts on sending the mass-produced food elsewhere. Could we not also be creating, let's say, victory flower gardens or victory flower miniature farms everywhere? If your local florists and community are in need of flowers and are especially in need of locally grown flowers that are healthy and fresh and grown with love and care, what if instead of having giant large farms, you had many smaller farms that grew a wide variety or even focused on a niche of certain flowers that were then able to serve the greater area overall. I think we're seeing the rise of that with large floral communities and large groups of people banding together to create uh, organized flower offerings. Take gather flora out in california they are a conglomerate of growers who are banding together to in essence pool their flowers so that designers can shop from all the growers in in essence one place i know the designers in particular really enjoy being able to source these materials and rant and rave about the wonderful treasures and the quality of the material that they're getting And I know for the growers, being able to join in with that is really great for their business and being able to have an outlet for their flowers that they know that designers will not only be able to purchase but to appreciate is huge. So I think it's also important to realize that as a small-scale grower, you are making a difference. You are offering product that florists can't get and that they can appreciate or that even if you're growing it for your community, they are receiving flowers that they wouldn't have access to otherwise. And if we think about multiplying that and helping to grow the local flower movement this way, it might be a little bit easier, it might be a little bit more surmountable than if we have to rely on having that huge farm and that huge tree. Because right now, too, Being able to set up a farm, that's a huge investment. There's a lot of infrastructure, there's a lot of money involved, and if you are a person whose livelihood is based in the city or whose family and life is based in an area where you can't necessarily buy a lot of land, I'm thinking some of the bigger cities or in some of the more urban areas, then Maybe you don't have to give up the dream of being able to grow flowers. Maybe you don't have to give up that access. Perhaps you just grow flowers on a much smaller scale. 
and still be able to keep the beauty and keep the local product. I don't think that's such a crazy thing to think about or to aspire to. But my goal is to be able to, in essence, show you how a working model of a small-scale flower-growing operation looks like and give you other examples and inspire you to be able to grow flowers on a small scale and to be able to be a healthy and happy, thriving flower business and not feel the need to have to grow acres of flowers because there is a need for every type of flower grower out there in this world. And whether you're growing acres or whether you're growing uh, a few raised beds or a very you know, small urban yard, it's important that you have the ability and access to resources and information that will allow you to do that. And that's what I'm going to be aiming to do. So in the future coming episodes, what you'll find is a discussion between me and myself, of course, as far as a lot of the resources for small-scale growing and how to, in essence, create a thriving but tiny, perhaps, flower-growing business right in your backyard or right in the heart of your city and how what, how that can look like and what that can look like. So I hope that you'll join me here. And if you know anybody else who is looking to potentially grow flowers on a small scale or maybe just had no idea that this could be a thing, ask them to tune in and listen to some of these recordings. All right. Thanks, folks. That's it for today. And on the next episode, we'll kind of be talking a little bit about our history of small-scale growing. Until next time, thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining us here today on the Kokoro Garden Podcast. If you'd like to know more about flower farming or gardening and growing flowers in general, you can check us out online at thekokorogarden.com. That's T-H-E-K-O-K-O-R-O-G-A-R-D-E-N.com.